What is up, Thrive Tribe? Welcome back to the Thrive University YouTube channel. I'm so grateful that you are exchanging energy with me here today. And this video is all about microdosing and helping you on your journey as you get started implementing this powerful practice into your life. Now, I've created other videos, other content regarding microdosing, and I also created a free microdosing course. And the link for that is in the description below. So if you want more context, more content, feel free to access that and watch some of my previous videos talking about microdosing. Okay, this video in particular is giving you seven tips as you get started in your microdosing journey, okay? I am basing this off of my two-year experience and also my experience with helping some of my clients and students all over the world implement this practice into their life. So these are the things that I have found to be most critical and most effective if you want to have the most meaningful transformational experience. Now, I first off wanna say that a lot of people try microdosing, but a lot of people don't get the results that they desire because they don't have some of these simple practices in place. Microdosing is a science. It's not so dissimilar from trying a new diet or a new exercise regimen. I know people that try keto and they have amazing results for a long period of time. And then I know people who try keto and they get sick and they don't get the results they desire because they didn't go about it in the correct way. They didn't really set intention in their process. So that is exactly why I am here creating this video for you. So number one is finding your why. Getting extremely clear with why you are pursuing microdosing as a practice into your life. Is it to help relieve anxiety, relieve depression? Is it to increase and enhance your brain function and creativity? Is it to become more connected to your mind and body? Is it to become just an overall better human being? It's important to distinguish between these different variables and figure out why you specifically are pursuing this path. Now, number two is start small. As I mentioned in a previous video, a microdose is considered 0.1 to 0.5 grams. And I always recommend starting at the lower end of that spectrum to really observe how the medicine is impacting you. And if you decide later on to maybe take a little bit of a bigger dose, go ahead and do so, but at least make sure that you start small, you build some confidence, you build a relationship with the medicine, and then you're able to really decide, hey, you know what, I think I'm ready for a little bit bigger of a dose. I personally take 0.25 grams, 
when I microdose and occasionally I'll do more, but I pretty much stick to 0.25 every time, two to three times a week. And that has worked magic for me. Number three, stillness. This is a big one because oftentimes people don't really feel the impact of the microdose or they think that it's not working. You have to give the medicine an opportunity to work. And the best way to really do that is by spending time in stillness. I recommend going outside, taking some breaths, no music, no outside external distractions, and really just tune in for five to 10 minutes and see how you feel. See what sensations you experience. A big reason why people think they don't feel anything is because they're not giving themselves an opportunity to feel anything. If you're constantly on this hamster wheel, this rat race of life, you're not gonna completely become present with the microdose and how the psilocybin is affecting you. So I really encourage you to take at least, at least five minutes to be still and really just feel yourself, feel your breath, feel your lungs expand, feel the fresh air and see how that experience is. Number four, I recommend microdosing in a fasted state. I personally take my microdose uh, in the first hour of the day. I make sure to hydrate first thing in the morning, like always with lemon water. And, and then, you know, probably about an hour after that, I will take my microdose, which is right here actually. And uh, I'll take it with some coffee and with some more water. You know, there's actually a really nice synergy between hot drinks and psilocybin. So if you drink matcha, tea, coffee, I recommend implementing that as well with your microdose. Now, I also know people who feel as though they're addicted to caffeine and they wanna replace caffeine with microdosing, potentially. They wanna see how that experience is. So if that resonates with you, feel free to remove your morning coffee if that's something that you feel called to try, okay? Number five is track and document your process, your journey. Because by doing so, this is going to enable you to build the self-awareness that's required to really continue growing and building your personal practice. Now, some things you wanna consider when tracking and documenting your microdosing journey is first of all, your feelings, your emotions, your behaviors, all of these things that manifest from the medicine. So how does it make you feel? Are you noticing discomfort anywhere? Are you noticing that you're more energetic, that you're more focused, that you're more at ease? So tap into your feelings and then also make sure that you're really observing your sleep. So how was your sleep the night before you did microdosing? How was your sleep the night after? How did it impact your fitness routine, your, your endurance, if maybe you're an athlete or a runner? 
These are all things that I really encourage you to tap into and to become more aware of. Because as I mentioned to you from the, from the beginning of this video, so many people try microdosing, but they don't get the results they desire. And that's oftentimes a product of not tuning in and just popping a pill or eating something and then being blind to the consequences. So I know you're here to learn more, to educate yourself, to expand your consciousness. So this is a great time to really get clear, track, document, and build that self-awareness. I truly believe that the greatest gift that microdosing offers is the enhancement in self-awareness. Because now you may be more aware of some of your subconscious thought patterns, some of your subconscious habits that might be harming you that you weren't even aware you were doing. So microdosing is kind of like putting a microscope up into your life, which I think is much necessary because it's giving us that different perspective that maybe we were blind to before. Number six, number six, I'm a big fan of implementing medicinal mushrooms before microdosing. If you've never taken psilocybin before, oftentimes it can cause a little discomfort around the stomach area. Um, so one of the things that I have my clients do is for one month before microdosing, we implement one month of these medicinal mushrooms. Now, I've made a video talking about these, but there's lion's mane, cordyceps, chaga, reishi, maitake, shiitake, oyster, and turkey tail mushrooms in there. And I think it's really important that you build a relationship with the fungi before microdosing. I believe that this will enhance your overall experience and mitigate some of the stomach discomfort that you might have experienced prior to that. So again, you can find the link to get some of those in the description. And it's not required by any means, but it's personally something that I highly recommend doing. Again, this is based off my experience the last two years in implementing this practice with a lot of my clients and students all over the world. Now, my final tip for you getting started with your microdosing protocol is to implement the other practices in your life. What do I mean by that? I mean, microdosing is not a magic pill. It's not going to magically heal you. It's not going to magically solve all of your problems. Okay. However, microdosing is a very valuable tool and it's even more valuable if you already are prioritizing your fitness, your nutrition, and your sleep it's going to be a really powerful supplement to your life and your overall well-being if you're already taking care of those other areas. Now, that's not to say that if you're neglecting some of those areas, microdosing isn't for you. I'm not saying that. However, I want you to cultivate the awareness to realize that microdose isn't, microdosing isn't a magic pill, as I mentioned. Okay, it's really important that you build other healthy practices to support in conjunction with this microdosing practice and protocol. Okay. 
I really want to drive that point home because a lot of people are searching for this simple solution, this magic exercise or magic supplement that's going to make their lives so much better. And if you're neglecting these other areas, microdosing might impact you positively as if it was with you taking care of these other practices. Now, with that being said, I hope this provided some value. If it did, please, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. Make sure to maybe send this video to a friend or a family member who you think could benefit from microdosing. Again, my mission is not to tell you what to do. It's to simply provide you with the education so you feel empowered to make the best decision for yourself. So many people are struggling with anxiety, depression, and just the feeling of mediocrity. I truly believe that you are capable of so much greatness. You have so much divinity inside of you. And oftentimes we become a prisoner of our own mind, our past feelings, emotions, thought patterns, traumas, emotional wounds. And I really believe that psychedelics and microdosing are such an amazing vehicle for helping us free ourselves from the chains of the past. And as I mentioned, if you want my free microdosing course, just hit the description below. Hit me up on Instagram at CoachJeremy305. Shoot me a DM and let's continue this conversation. I appreciate you. I love you. And you already know what time it is. It's time to escape the prison of your own mind and thrive.